You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. This episode, which is part of the Smart Mindsets and Habits series, is a follow-on to episode 80, which was called Competition, Comparison, and Shame in the Coaching Industry. By the way, you can find the show notes for this episode at prosperouscoach.com slash 81. I received brave and heartfelt comments on last week's episode, including this one from Marion. Thank you for this episode, Rhonda. I feel like you're responding to what's inside my head. This was amazingly helpful to me and inspired me to reach out more to support and share with other coaches, especially my classmates. Well done, Marianne, because that kindness you shared to other coaches goes a long way from making the coaching industry a more friendly and encouraging field. We all need that. It's not easy to talk about shame, but the upside, if you do, is that once you acknowledge it, you can quickly realize what triggers it, and it helps you let go. A private client in my VIP coaching business breakthrough program was bearing her experience of shame with me in our session today. And I'm so grateful to you, Barbara, that you have generously given me permission to share a bit about our discussion in this episode. Your willingness to be vulnerable helps you, and it helps every other coach who hears this podcast. Being vulnerable is another one of the ways that we can love each other up so that we can all become more successful at this big coaching business endeavor. Barbara told me that she felt the shame of comparison today when she was encouraging a current client to re-up for more coaching. And talking through it, we realized that shame can come up fast whenever you're doing something that you care deeply about but that you haven't done much of before. Here's what I think it can look like as a new coach. First, there's feeling ashamed that you don't know everything right now. You might be thinking, shouldn't I be a master at coaching? Shouldn't I know exactly how to do everything? And next comes shame for needing expert help to do it right. And there's the thoughts, Oh no, I'm spending more money when I haven't even earned yet from coaching. Or why is everything so hard for me? And then as you're on the learning curve, there's more shame that can come up. That it's taking a while to get everything right. And if you model aspects of your business on what other coaches are doing, there's the shame that comes from comparison. And then there's shame that you're not 100% together as these other coaches seem to be. And by the way, seem is the operative word there. When fear comes up about crossing thresholds in your business, shame tags along because it's embarrassing as an adult to feel fear, especially if that fear makes you doubt yourself or stop taking action. And imposter syndrome makes shame darker still. You think, why would anybody hire me? Who am I to help them? And shame services in the sales and enrollment process too. Just 
having to ask someone to hire and pay you, why would anyone pay this much? What if I can't deliver? Will they figure out I'm a fraud because I don't know exactly what I'm doing yet? So there's this insidious cycle of shame. And if you don't have mentoring support, shame can literally stop you from moving forward. It can crush your momentum. Shame can make you give up on your coaching business. And shame left to fester becomes toxic, like an overgrowth of bad bacteria. You need some, I don't know, probiotics to replace that negative feeling with something that's more supportive. I've felt shame in my coaching business far more than in any other area of my life. And that makes sense to me because launching and running a business is, at least at first, all about me. What do I do? What have I not done? How have I responded or not responded appropriately? It's my creative life force that raises this business up and keeps it off the ground. And my choices have consequences. In some ways, I'd compare launching and running a business to birthing and raising kids. So how can you stop the cycle of shame? Well, I think that it comes down to a couple main things. One is letting go of your expectations. Expectations can be momentum killers. And they really don't have a place when you're new at something. Once you're all trained up, you've been doing this for a really long time, sure, you can have some expectations. That's fair. What helped me stop the cycle of shame around my own business is this realization. And this is what I really want you to take away from this episode today. See, I, you, we are on a developmental path. Every day in our business, there's something new to learn. We don't have to learn it all or know it all right now. One step at a time will get us where we need to go faster than trying to learn it all now. You and every coach is on a developmental path and where you are on that path is 100% appropriate. You're not behind Think of it this way. You would never expect a newborn to run a marathon, would you? So why would you expect yourself as a new coach, one who hasn't launched yet, or maybe you launched a year or two or three ago, you're still relatively new and you wouldn't expect so much if it weren't you. So I asked Barbara today, how do you feel you're doing on your place on the developmental path so far? And she said this, I'm doing my best. I want to live my life taking things one step at a time. Mostly, I've never done all these things before. I'm not going to do it all right the first time. Yes, Barbara is so wise. I told her I thought she could be more generous with herself, and I shared how well I see her doing. And that's because I have a perspective that Barbara can't easily have. I'm here looking at her and how amazingly well she is doing with each and every step. And I 
have no judgment about mistakes or her not knowing everything, because I know she is moving forward day to day on her developmental path. What I know for sure is that my clients achieve far more, far better than I did at their phase of development, no matter what it is. And I am so impressed with my clients. They're amazing human beings. Barbara made another key point. When we progress to the next level, we immediately expect ourselves to climb yet another learning curve, doing more things that we've never done before. Because that's just how we are as human beings. And then there will be another level after that that we expect of ourselves. Yeah, that's what makes life interesting for sure, but it is also what makes things hard. And so the idea is not to struggle in the hardness, but to realize that the hardness is part of it. I invite you to always think of yourself as being on a developmental path in your coaching business. What can you reasonably ask of yourself at this phase? How can you lighten your expectations and be kinder to yourself? Because if you are kind to yourself, you'll actually move forward faster than if you're hard on yourself. And here's something I know that you may not yet. Your clients do not expect you to be better than you are right now. Only you hold that expectation over your own head. So stop that. You have the power to let yourself be and grow at your own pace. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.